Hey, welcome to the KO Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about how we're managing ourselves, how we're governing ourselves as leaders. You know, the KO Podcast has really progressed in a lot of different ways. At first, we focused a lot on faith because myself as a follower of Christ, um, I just really wanted to express certain things that we can do just to better extend peace and joy into the lives of others, right? And then we moved into really helping veterans and military members. And, uh, you know, still to this day, I, I do that. And um, I have a book coming out here soon that is going to specifically help with that group. The book is called Weapons of Mass Deception. And, uh, yeah, the book is as intense as the title. <laughs> it just sometimes we want to ignore all these serious things in our life and we want to suppress. Um, but what I would really encourage you is not just to hold back what's going on, but actually deal with it because what you're suppressing is spreading, right? And we talk about that a lot in this book. We talk about these four weapons that are really targeting the hearts of mission-minded men, right? Um, people with military backgrounds, first responder backgrounds, you know, things along those lines where we're so used to high performance, we're so used to driving forward all the time, we're used to operating in high stakes environments, and then you know, what does that look like when you're leading your home? What does that look like when you're leading just yourself and maybe in a new workplace? How does all that change? So we talk a lot about that in the book. Um, and I'm really excited about that. That'll be coming out in just a couple months. So, you know, if that's something that you want to make sure you get a copy of, you know, hit me up on Instagram. Just go to lead with Adam and just quick DM me weapons of mass deception, the full word. And uh, that'll let me know. I'll, I'll reach out to you and I'll make sure you get on the list for that. So, yeah. So then the KO podcast really progressed into helping you as a leader be able to become more effective. Right. We talk about the blue sky strategy and how here at the podcast, something I'm doing is I'm pulling from a blue sky strategy that I created that uses three specializations to help you become a leader that is influential, that is, that is effective, and that is prepared. So that regardless of the times we live in, you're a leader that other people want to follow. You're a leader that when you move, others move with you. I'm so excited about that. I love it. So yeah, we train leaders to build leaders. It's that simple. And this podcast is one way we do that. So what I want to talk to you about is, you know, what does it look like to govern ourselves? You know, what does it look like to stop suppressing so much of what's going on in our heart and really deal with it? It can get pretty tight. It can, it can squeeze you. And I'm just speaking kind of really to myself in this episode, but making sure that we do not complain down the chain of command, but only up. This is something that I was reminded of when I was watching Private Ryan. You know, Veterans Day was just a couple days ago. And man, thank you guys so much for all you who served. Um, when I was watching Save It Private Ryan, he talked about, they were asking the captain, hey, how do you really feel about this? And he said, we only complain up the chain of command, not down. And they said, all right, well, let's say I'm a higher rank. What would you say? And he just messed with him. He's like, I would tell you this is the best mission ever, sir, you know, and all this. But um, there's value into remembering that. Whether you served or not, please know that we, we are not supposed to be carrying negativity down to those that we lead. You should definitely share it on higher levels that can influence this, right? That's why, like, we can't make that change that we want to see usually in the culture of an organization by complaining down, but we can take it up a level 
and make someone aware of what's going on, right? So that's something that's really important. So anyways, um, today's episode, we're going to chat about a lot of this. But before we get started, I, I do just want to say, you know, as a fellow Army guy here, um, thank you so much for everyone who served. You know, I don't care what you did or didn't do. I really don't. I just care that you gave it a shot. You know, um, I don't care if you got kicked out at basic training because you couldn't pass a PT test. Um, I don't care if you were a Navy SEAL who successfully completed 10 significant missions that changed the fate of our world. When it comes to saying thank you for your service, that applies to both of you. And whether you think you served or not, because maybe you never deployed, which, hey man, my hands raised for that one. It wasn't about that. So you didn't know what the government was going to ask you to do. You just said, you know, I'm something I believe in here. There's something I want here. Something I'm willing to give up. So I'll raise my right hand. I'll take an oath. So I'll sign this contract that requires me to really treat myself like government property for a little while. You know, I will give up my freedom of speech so that others can have it. I don't know if people remember that, but that is something you gave up. And I don't know if people understand that who never served, but that is something we gave up. You don't, you don't have freedom of speech while you're in. You're giving it up so other people can have it. I think that's pretty awesome. I think when someone says, thank you for your service, we should say, hey, thank you for your support, man. Thank you for your support. Because, see, it's not about us. It's about a bigger picture. So, yeah, as we start this episode, let me say it to you right now. I don't care what you did do, didn't do, you know, what you failed at, what you did well at. Regardless, thank you for signing a dotted line that you had no idea what it would cost. Thank you for that. Let's get rolling. Welcome to the KO Podcast, where we select, specialize you with training, and send you out to bring transformation to a hurting world. To bring transformation to the systems and the people and the hearts that need it most. Look, if you're someone who you believe that our best days are ahead of us, then this is the podcast for you. If you are a mission-minded leader, we are here to serve you. Because see, the mission is greater than what you do. The mission belongs to who you are. The mission is surrounding you. Your mission is in your heart, in your home, in your community, in the workplace, and we will prepare you for that mission. In each episode, we're gonna provide you with the tactics and our strategy to help you go to that next level as you bring the solutions that have been placed inside of you with the lens that you've been given to see the world now more than ever. This is your time to move. This is your time to continue mission. I'm your host, Adam Jones, and it's an honor to serve you. All right, so in today's episode, I want to give you three principles that I believe are going to help you be able to really better just lead yourself overall, right? There's so much going on, as I talked about in the beginning of this introduction, and same thing in my life. You know, we talked about that book. That took a year, you know, a year of focus and a year of doubt and a year of overthinking and rewriting. Um, a year might not sound long to you. And I think it, I think it is long when you're actually the person typing, you know, I think it is long when your mind is constantly thinking about a topic that you hope will help someone. Right. So, um, 
if you feel that this year you haven't really done anything, maybe that could be, I'd call it like published, right? Something that is like published into the world that has your name on it, an article, a book, um, a course, I don't know, a PowerPoint presentation, then make 2023 a year where you start to publish some stuff. Put some things out there that can outlive your name, right? So here's our first principle, okay? We're gonna jump right in. First principle, um, I really do believe as leaders who wanna lead ourselves, we must learn how to detach from situations, okay? So situations of high stress, high anxiety, um, just tension overall. You know, I know for us, this has been a really hard week as a family. You just felt just this overwhelming tension in the house all of a sudden. And I think it's just because the stage of life we're in, right? We have a, a daughter who's about to be four and a daughter who's about to be one. And that's a lot of high pitch screaming. <laughs> and uh, a lot of things just required of us, you know, we're trying to keep life going and um, taking care of the dishes and vacuuming and then making all the beds and then doing it again. And then, you know, cleaning up diapers and cleaning up vomit and then taking care of two dogs you know, making sure you go to work and get there on time and all that type of stuff is just a lot, right? And the world asks a lot from us, but the military did as well. So if you served, you know that you were used to operating in, in situations like that. And one thing you'd have to teach yourself is to detach from the situation, right? To emotionally and pretty much emotionally and mentally pull out and this could just be five, 10 seconds and just be like, oh, man. And then you think to yourself, man, who do, who do I need to be in this moment? Who do I want to be in this moment? Who do I need to be? What's really going on here? What's the bigger picture? What's the mission? All right, I'm back in, right? That's a principle that you can start to apply in your life. And that is pulled from the blue sky strategy. That is part of speci uh, the specialization of situational awareness. Um, if you remember, the blue sky strategy contains three specializations that we train you on to help you become an influential, um, a, a, an effective and a prepared leader, right? When I say influential, another word I use, that's why I'm stumbling on it. Sometimes I say attractive, right? Like, Attractive meaning you attract others to you. You're like a magnet that people are like, man, dude, I want to follow you. And I don't know why, but man, there's something about you that's attractive. It's the way you speak. It's the way you move. You know, I talk about the lens of leadership, the lifestyle of leadership, right? And the language of leadership, those things coming together and you aligning properly to who you are. You operate out of your unique identity, and everything else comes together. That type of stuff, right? That's the command presence element. What we're talking about today is situational awareness, which is seeing more and before others see. So I wanna help you be able to detach, see the bigger picture, and then come back into the situation with full intentionality. That's something that can help you a lot, and it's something I've had to use this, this week. You know, there were moments where I was like, man, I don't know why I acted that way. I thought I was over that. I thought I was past that. Then you gotta remember, you're still you. There's still habits that have been taught to you through your whole life. So maybe you've been erasing certain habits that you don't want anymore. You know, maybe you've been, you know, um, you know, picking up that magic eraser and, you know, on the, on the, on the wall of your house and you're trying to get rid of all the scratches or, you know, all the crayon marks from your kids, right? 
maybe maybe there's a little bit left there still. That's okay. You're still you. You're becoming a better version of you. All right, but you're still you. It makes sense that you have tendencies, maybe certain ways you react to situations and you're like, man, I can't believe I reacted that way. Well, you're still you. All right? And you're becoming a better version of you. But give yourself grace. All right, our second principle is really about governing yourself. You know, this is something um, a, a mentor of mine has taught me, Israel McGookin. He, he talks about governing yourself instead of suppressing your emotion, right? Knowing that, hey, when this type of situation comes up, I normally act this way. So I'm going to govern myself better. I'm going to prepare for it. You know, when a deadline comes up at work, I normally get more stressed. I normally um, am, am easier to be agitated, right, with the people around me, including my own family. Now that I know that, what can I do to change that? What can I do to govern myself? Maybe I start to listen to relaxing music more. You know, maybe I start to um, look at situations in my life uh, where I can put humor in. Maybe I can watch some comedy. You know, this is governing yourself. You know, maybe you need an outlet to express emotion, maybe express anger, express aggressiveness, whatever that is. So, man, pick up some weights. Go for a run. Smash your feet into the ground, right? Let that out. It's in you. It's got to go somewhere. So you suppressing it, other people can feel it. That's the point of the book, Weapons of Mass Deception. What we suppress spreads. And I don't think we're going to change until we see the way it's affecting other people around us. So that's what I'm telling you here. Govern yourself. You know, your body is, is really yours, right? You get to decide if you want to move your fingers. You get to decide if you want to jump up and down, if you want to sit down. Like, that's your decision. That's your domain to govern, right? So what are we doing about that? Control the controllables. Control what we can control. Let the other things go. What are some things you can control? I think you can always control your attitude. You can always control your actions. And maybe there's another thing I'm missing, but that's pretty much it. And then when, we, when our attitude's off or our actions are wrong, we remind ourselves, man, I can change. I can control this. I can get back in charge right now. That's our second principle. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go to a break real quick. Um, and as we come back, we'll talk about our third principle and we'll bring it all together with your final lesson. Hey, look, if you are a leader who you're, you're finding that there's a gap in your organization and you feel like you're doing it all yourself, you're constantly putting out fires, you, you just... Yes, you're keeping it all together, but if anything happens to you, this whole thing falls apart. I want you to know that that is not the way it's supposed to be, that we are supposed to prepare leaders because that's the right thing to do. Sometimes I talk to corporations and they're like, well, I don't know because I don't have a problem to solve right now, or I don't know if we have the money. And I'm like, it's the right thing to do. Sometimes we just do things because it's the right thing to do, right? And the right thing to do is prepare your leaders for their next promotion, prepare your leaders for the next position. You know, prepare your leaders with responsibility, with authority, with accountability, and with resources. That's a quadrant that I developed, okay? And this quadrant, the empowerment quadrant, the empowerment matrix, is something that can really help you. 
And we can, we can get that in your hands, man. Book a call with me. Go to adamfjones.com, book a call. Let's talk about how we can use this quadrant in your organization, whether you're looking for a speaker or a consultant. We take that and we start to apply our blue sky strategy with the three specializations to create leaders that other people want to follow then you won't need to be the leader who does it all yourself anymore. You won't need to be the one who's constantly putting out fires. And instead, you're going to be able to focus on the bigger picture and focus on what's coming up next instead of being so honed in on only what is right now and holding it together. So go to adamfjones.com. I'd love to get a call with you and you and I can chat more about how we can help you in this time. All right, so here's our third principle. We talked about our first principle is detaching from the situation. That's always so hard for me to say. I don't know why I stutter on that one, but detach, detach. Leave the situation emotionally, mentally for a moment. Next thing, second principle is govern, right? We want to govern ourselves much more effectively. And then our third principle, um, I alluded to it in the beginning, but you know, are we actually publishing things, right? One way to really control a little bit of what's going on inside of you is to release it to others. So start publishing stuff. Publish books, publish courses, publish material, you know, publish content. Don't do it for the likes, the views, the follows. Just do it because you need to release it. And as you release it more, you'll learn it better, right? One reason I love doing these podcast episodes is this is such a great training ground for me to be able to talk about some of these concepts that I'm working on. And, you know, I don't know who's listening to this, but I really do hope it adds value to you. I hope it honors you. Because I believe that we are all meant to become great people that do great things. Everyone has that in them. Everyone has that in them. And if you see someone in your life who you're like, oh, I don't know about that person. Well, maybe you're supposed to be the spark to get them going. Maybe you're supposed to ignite them. So yeah, I want you to start publishing some stuff. 2023, make it a year of publishing. Publish things that last. You know, I got the book coming out, Weapons of Mass Deception, but also I'm going to be publishing articles to help people with that book. I'll be publishing articles on leadership. I'll be publishing articles um, on how to develop the lens of leadership so that you can see more and before others see, right? You can begin to understand that what's right in front of you right now, those problems in front of you are really solutions that you can start to search for. When you see a problem, search for a solution. It starts with the lens though, right? So those are some things that we'll be publishing here in the near future, and I'm excited about that. But I want you to know that regardless of all of this, that th this shirt really has meaning, continue mission. This really means something. Because when life does get really hard, I do remind myself, man, dude, I gotta continue mission. And that doesn't mean hold it all back and act like it's not happening. That means find a way to win. That means stay in the fight. You know, on Veterans Day, let's, let's talk about this. Um, in the movie, in the book, Lone Survivor, which is just a phenomenal movie. Uh, I never lived that life, man. You know, I flew Black Hawk helicopters. I stayed in the U.S. the entire time while doing it. It's just my story. I just own it, right? But there's a part where this one person gets shot and he says, quit living in the past. He's like, man, I was shot, I was shot. Sorry about my phone there. And he goes, quit living in the past. We've all been shot. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen today. Recognizing 
Man, we're all getting hit. We're all taking hits right now. There's a thing called homeostasis, which basically talks about how we change based on our, our situation and what we have like a normal. And anything that pulls us outside of that norm, outside of that standard, feels pretty extreme. You know, this is why you can meet someone who grew up without a father and a mother and they just feel so excited to, you know, have someone give them a hug. And then you have someone else who gets a hug every single day of their life from their parents and yet they feel depressed because, you know, um, no one likes them at school. How's that possible? Homeostasis, right? So I don't know if that's the best example, but I just want you to think we've all been shot. Quit living in the past. Continue mission. Hey, would you do me a favor? If this podcast has added value to you, man, would you leave us a review? Wherever you listen to your podcast, just please leave us a review. Let me know how this is adding value to you because this stuff is actually going to add up over time. And I don't really ask for this kind of stuff often, but, you know, man, I want to extend the reach. 